When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Countdown to Kickoff is presented by Tostitos. Welcome to NFL Live, presented by Tostitos. A countdown to Super Bowl 57 is on as we've made our way to the desert. Eagles Chiefs, just four days away, you'll hear from Patrick Mahomes in moments. The Cowboys getting us ready to go here in historic Old Town Scottsdale. This is the ESPN Main Street tailgate. We'll be here all week long as plenty of fans are joining us. Hey, the line tells the story on this game. It's incredibly hard to figure out what's going to happen. The Eagles favored by just one and a half points should be close and memorable with two great quarterbacks two of the best young ones in the game and we hope these people just keep cheering and yelling for the entire show they will because we got a whole lot planned for them today welcome to nfl live so glad that you're with us here as we've made our way to the super bowl mina kimes marcus spears with that wave ryan clark and dan orlovsky adam schefter joins us with moments uh in moments with lots of updates well, yeah, i got one statement what uh, people at home, that was not a mountain you saw when we came out. That was a mesa, okay? <laughs> we might go back to that, that shot. I just learned that from Mina Kimes, but I wanted to take credit no, I for hope it. I'm right. <laughs> I like how you got the statement in, even though it wasn't your own. All right, let's begin with Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, okay? And we're going to talk about both sides of this matchup, of course. But our Diana Rossini told us yesterday that these next couple practices for Mahomes will include really dialing in on what he feels most comfortable with in the Kansas City playbook since he's still dealing with the lingering effects of the high ankle sprain. Here's Mahomes with more. I'm definitely in a better spot. Uh, I mean, uh, I definitely can move around better than I, I was moving last week or two weeks ago. And so uh, it's just trying to continue to get the treatment and the rehab and then uh, rely on some adrenaline to let me do a little bit extra when I'm on the field. So it's going to be, it's gonna be uh, definitely better, more mobile, uh, be able to move around a little bit uh, better for sure. And then we'll see on game day how close to 100% I can be. Let's bring in Diana Rossini, who's covering the Chiefs all week for us. Perfect. And, Diana, the Chiefs do have some health concerns heading into Sunday. Where do we stand in the injury front there? Laura, when the injury report is small, that's always big news because that means it's good news for the players on the field this Super Bowl Sunday. Kansas City in really good shape after coming into the week with concerns about Juju Smith-Schuster and Kadarius Toney, who I was told are both expected to play. Today was the first practice where Patrick Mahomes really went out there to test the ankle at full speed. He's told me he's been getting treatment, rehabbing all week long, but he knows there's no way he's going to be 100% by Sunday. So he's hoping game day adrenaline is going to push him through. Meantime, head coach Andy Reid, who already installed the offensive game plan, said they aren't making any changes to it. They're going to stick with what they've got scripted. And he said, officially, this playbook is wide open. No, oh, you love to hear that. We'll keep an eye on that all week, of course. But as for the Chiefs' defense, Diana, they should have their hands full on Sunday. Philly, the first team since 2005 to make the Super Bowl after scoring more touchdowns on the ground than they did through the air. And if they win on Sunday, they'll be the first Super Bowl chance to do this 
since the 1995 Cowboys led by Emmitt Smith. So let's talk specifically about the RPO portion of the game and of the run game. Dan, what makes that so effective for the Eagles? Because if you play it the way that I guess traditionally defenses have, you have no shot to stop it. And that'll be interesting to see if Kansas City decides to play it almost backwards and force the throw with the proper leverage. Because when you play it with your defensive line in your front seven, it's crazy difficult. They get into these two-by-two two formations, tight end outside, matched by corner. Great, I know you're in zone coverage. Now I'm reading that backside backer. If he flows, I'm going to throw the ball. If he goes to the pass concept, double slants, I hand it off. Now I've got seams, I've got numbers, I've got space. That's teams how they've traditionally played it, slow to go. Well, this time you want to get another person down in the box. This time tight end inside, Rod receiver down at the bottom, matched in man coverage. That time, the linebacker goes towards the run. Now I've got those double slants. But for me, the corner and the safety's leverage is so far off. These are easy plays. And I'll be interested to see if Kansas City decides to say, we're going to force the throw. We're going to play with hands up to try to bat balls down and then inside leverage to take some of those slants away. Well, the first thing I'm doing is taking away the run because mm. what happens is once you start to get gutted by Miles Sanders, by Gainwell, right. you're now guessing the rest of the game. And if you watch the San Francisco 49ers, they were so good at everything. They were trying to bait and play. If you continue to bait and play against Jalen Hurts, he's going to kill you because he's making decisions based off of what you're doing. Make the zone read bloody and what I mean by that is if you think you're going to hand this football off it's going to be nosebleeds for everyone that you give it to make Jalen Hurts the runner make Jalen Hurts a decision maker outside of the pocket don't give them the easy read and the straight line mm, to get explosive plays you know who actually did that really well it's kind of surprising the Bears defense hmm. which is I, the Bears front seven the Niners front seven about as far off. They as defended the zone read the NFL, best. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Doing exactly what Ryan said, which is, well, they used a lot of scrape exchange where the defensive end would crash yep. the run, and then they would ask their linebacker, it was like Nicholas Morrow, to basically exchange gaps with him. And look, sometimes you lose that bet. Yeah. But you have to be aggressive and dictate. You can't be dictated to. I think San Francisco almost thought, we're so talented. Our linebackers are so good at playing the option. We trust them to use their eyes and make a play. You can't trust that against this Eagles offense. There's too much going on. Yeah. You have to try to dictate to them a little bit, to Dan's mm. point, to make them do what you want them to do right. on the RPO rather than reacting yep. to it. Yeah, and that's where you can live in your best vein as a defense, man. The, the dictating of what that offense does or even speeding it up. But, but y'all, like, as we was going through getting prepared, it was something that stood out to me about the depth of the linebackers. And a lot of people think about this as just a formality, but it absolutely makes a difference. You take the Washington Commanders here. These linebackers' feet are at three yards deep. Okay. Now I can get down. Even if I take a pause because I'm trying to figure out, I'm already in the box, and we see that Landon Dickinson can't get up on the linebacker. Take the San Francisco 49ers game. These oh, wow. feet are at five and a half yards. Now it's more time for this to develop for this Philadelphia Eagles offensive line. And then that pause creates mm. more leverage mm. for your linebackers. So even if Fred Werner and Dre Greenlaw were up two more yards, that would be a more difficult uh, block for the down block. It would be harder to get your guards up on those guys because now as I diagnose the play, I'm already in the mud like of and, the play. And here's the other thing about a linebacker. Don't think about making plays. Yeah. You're not supposed to make plays in that position in the RPO game. You're supposed to force them force. to do something that they don't want to do. 
the San Francisco 49ers were trying to make plays. You know what you're not going to want to miss later is when we all go down there and we do a demo that includes all of us yeah, talking yeah. about the Eagles O-line and how I'm they use Jason dance. Kelsey. All right, we are just getting started here on NFL Live. We'll get to some news. The Raiders quarterback Derek Carr was granted permission to visit the Saints today. Adam Schefter joins us to tell us more about the market surrounding Carr. Is it even possible? Plus, the Cardinals' search for a head coach is heating up with two names at the forefront of the conversation and RC weighs in on who he thinks Arizona should hire. So many special things going on here at the Super Bowl. And check this out. Local Arizona artist, Amory Bowling, Ooh. is hanging out on set all show. She's working on a custom piece Ooh. of art for the show. Look at us, you guys. We'll Let's check go, in Ooh, throughout the, the show, and then we'll see her progress. But Amory's so talented, and we're so glad to have her with us here on NFL Live. That's special. NFL Live is brought to you by Tostitos. Don't forget the chips. And in part by Hotels.com. Find your perfect somewhere. More from Arizona after the break. I love Tostitos. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. James Harris was the first African-American quarterback to begin an NFL season as a starter. In 1969, he was drafted by the Buffalo Bills and was seventh on the depth chart to open training camp. But by the beginning of that season, he was named the starter and in 1974 was selected to the Pro Bowl. Hey, the Super Bowl doesn't mean the end of football in your life this winter. The XFL season kicks off in two weeks with a matchup between the Vegas Vipers and Orlando Guardians Saturday, February 18th at 3 Eastern on ABC. And then more games over the weekend on ESPN and FX with every game available on ESPN+. Glad you're with us for our Super Bowl coverage here on NFL Live from Arizona. There's some news around Derek Carr. For that, we bring in Adam Schefter. Adam, what do we know on Carr? Laura, he's in New Orleans today for both sides to be able to get a feel for one another 
how it would work if he were willing to play there. But the Saints have been given permission from the Raiders, which means essentially that the Saints and Raiders have a deal in place, a trade in place, mm. if if Derek Carr likes his visit, if the Saints like him, if they could agree to some type of restructured contract. There are a lot of ifs involved, which is why he's visiting there. It's almost like a date between the two sides. Mm. Do they like each other and want to go on a second date and continue the relationship, or do they go out and not like each other and say, that's enough right here? So we'll get to the complications of the second date with Mina in just a moment. But first of all, do you like, RC, just the idea of the marriage of Carr yeah. in New Orleans? You know, I, I do like the idea, and obviously this is going to be a blended family. So I spoke with Cam <laughs> Jordan last night when we were on the pivot and that's the first thing he said about their window not being closed, that there were some veterans that would be on the move. And Derek Carr was the first name that he mentioned. I believe when you have those interactions they had this weekend in Vegas or last week in Vegas, and you kind of see the feel for a guy, understand his leadership, his mood, his personality. Also, the talent is there when you're speaking of Derek Carr. They know in New Orleans their Super Bowl quarterback or their playoff caliber quarterback is not in the building, and Derek Carr has shown he's at least that. And I believe this defense has been championship caliber for the last five years. There's people at home watching who are familiar with the Saints cap situation screaming, but how? Why did they, how did they keep going away with yeah. this? Um, it is plausible. You have to cut a couple contracts. Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas come to mind. And then, as Adam knows, there's a zillion contracts on the books that they can restructure to make it work. Well, and that's why they have to have him there, because they want to make sure he's comfortable and he has to be willing to do something because yeah. they are mm. so far Oh, extended okay. over the salary cap so the two sides have to make it work but if you are the Saints and you can figure out a way to get him in there and you see the cap space they have the least amount of cap space now those numbers are a little bloated and they are finagled and you can make them work but again if you're going to trade for cars contract you'd like to be able to come up with a more friendly solution for your team but if they got Derek Carr you think about the quarterbacks in the NFC South right now Carolina has nobody Atlanta has Desmond Ritter Tampa has Kyle Trask Derek Carr instantly would become the best quarterback in the why, division. That's why they'd be doing it, because they're looking around to Adam's point and thinking, oh, we can win this. Mm -hmm. um, that's what they think. And, and yeah, that's yet again, they're all in. Yeah, Jameis Winston, the only quarterback under contract for the Saints next year, will be on this all offseason, so don't worry about that. More quarterback news to get to. This out of San Francisco. Adam, what's going on there? Now, Brock Purdy's going to have the surgery that everybody expected to have later this month on his torn UCL, and they say that it's a six-month surgery. So if he has the surgery later this month, that puts him on track, if everything goes well, to potentially be ready in late August, hmm. late August. That's now that's late. awfully close that when Trey Lance still isn't healthy. Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent. So the 49ers have another quarterback quandary to deal with this offseason. Here you are, the 49ers, and you've played three different quarterbacks throughout this season. And Brock Purdy shows that he's the best one, but now you don't know when he'll be available. Also, you're waiting on Trey Lance. And this is the team that we continue to speak of as being quarterback independent that can't find a quarterback to depend on. Mm -hmm. And that's a very difficult spot to be for Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I think that's why they have to bring in someone else. I'm looking at that. Wait, yeah. I mentioned Jacoby Brissett. I, I know. I'm just saying you can't look at those quarterbacks with those injuries and feel good about your situation. Uh, Jacoby Brissett had a really nice year for the Cleveland Browns. All right, Jacoby time to Brissett, read and react. The with... rebound, QB. <laughs> yeah, you've said really good stuff. <laughs> read and reacting with uh, some other stories around the league right now, guys. We begin in Buffalo where Bill Sheehan and Brandon Bean had this message about quarterback Josh Allen. Josh had a, had a really good year overall. 
probably, you know, had some moments where he was careless with the ball. That happens, though. Um, we know who Josh is, and he always believes there's a play to be made, and a lot of times he makes them. You know, we always try to remind ourselves you, you can't, you know, get on to him um, because look at how many times he, he does make a play. Now, this year more than others, he had some red zone turnovers, so we got we to gotta look at why that happened. Pretty specific message there from Allen's GM, Dan. Yeah, I, the phrase I'll use, settle down. You've got Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, Singletary, James Cook. You have pieces around you. If you're Josh Allen, understand that you at the quarterback spot in many ways has superpowers. You just don't need to think that you have to play superhero ball all the time. There's plenty of people on your football team to distribute the ball around to. I would say become a little bit more box score oriented, focused on that clean football because your talent is so high. I have no doubt he will fix that. That fan to the left behind Dan, you're succeeding. It. Bunny ears on Dan. Okay, and Super Bowl opening night where Kansas City's Chris Jones said he doesn't just want to be known as a defensive tackle. We got to change that. I want to change this to hybrid. Like hybrid in, uh, defensive linemen that can play inside and outside. We gotta, I gotta have a talk with the NFLPA about that. We gotta change the position. Marcus, what do you think? Hybrid position? Yes, Chris Jones, I'm very, very familiar with this. And the fact that you got a game-closing sack at defensive end in the AFC Championship leads into why you would think this. I think multiple positions. Obviously, you're a BMB, and we can do multiple things. We're not just locked into one spot. But Chris Jones is really sending a message not only about where to use him in his play, but also financially. Think of us differently mm. because this leads to more money when you are perceived an edge rusher. You know, the bag's got to be involved there. So yeah, it is. Like yeah, it. it is. So really, really cool yeah. moment here in Arizona today. Bills DB, Damar Hamlin, in person, accepting the NFLPA's Allen Page Award, recognizing a player who goes above and beyond in performing community service. Hamlin's toy drive and foundation raised millions. Hamlin saying that giving back has always been a big part of who he is. He looks great. Great to see him out there smiling. Up next on NFL Live, Nick Sirianni's aggressive play calling has been a hallmark of the Eagles' success all season. Here why Mina says his gutsiness should be a massive edge in the biggest game of the year. We'll get to that. And we've got local Arizona artist Amory Bowling here. I think it looks great. I think we all look exactly like ourselves, and Amory is so talented. We don't even deserve you, Amory. Well, uh, we're going to have to have a debate on who gets to take this home with them. And look who's here. The Orlovsky family made it to Arizona. Say hi. Say what's up. Say what up. Hey, guys. Where's the real MVP, though? Tiffany. Tiff don't want to be on camera. Oh, come on, man. She deserves it. We'll see more of the Orlovskis and everybody here. You're watching NFL Live presented by Tostitos. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Countdown to kickoff is presented by Tostitos. Don't forget the chips is brought to you by Tostitos. Bring on the chips. (laughs) One word to describe Nick Sirianni. Maniac. You see how his mentality is. He's cussing out refs. I know what the f- doing. Fans and other players, other coaches, you know, he just got that grit just like how this city has. Yeah! He's special to be doing this his, his second year as a head coach. And he doesn't hold back. I think Nick and the uh, city of Philadelphia go hand in hand on that one for sure. Aren't you glad you play in Philadelphia? <laughs> NFL Live from the Super Bowl, just four days away from the big game. The fans are out in full force, as you can see right there. And how about this? Neither the Eagles nor the Chiefs have trailed at all in these playoffs. Pure domination. Sal Palantonio covering the Eagles this week. And Sal, love him or hate him, there's no denying that head coach Nick Sirianni is not afraid to take a gamble in a big spot. What do the Eagles think about his aggressive play calling? They absolutely love it, Laura. Nick Sirianni is the perfect head coach for this football team. You know, last year, they made the decision to relinquish the offensive play calling. Nick Sirianni gave it to Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator, and Nick Sirianni just shelled his ego and said, you know, it's best for the football team, and that's what allowed this team's offense to take off last year in the second half of the season, and then, of course, this year. Shane Steichen, very aggressive. Nick Sirianni, very aggressive on fourth down. They work hand in hand, philosophy and execution. And they go to Jalen Hurts and they say, do you like this play? Should we put this play in, in this circumstance? And don't forget, analytics for this football team is very big. So those fourth down calls Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen make, they rely a lot on the analytics department to make those decisions on fourth down. It all goes hand in hand. It's perfect. As the kids like to say, yeah, he gets a little freaky out there. He's, uh, oh. He lets his fleek freak flag fly. You know, he, he's out there a little bit, but that's perfect for Florida. Uh, kids is Sal around. <laughs> what is right now? Sal, uh, listen, we, we love that. Uh, we do that too here. By the way, you Sal, heard the resounding <laughs> you, you heard the resounding yes Ooh. from Mina Kimes, and you mentioned the involvement in analytics there. Thanks to Sal. More from him oh, coming no, throughout the, the week. Man. What in the freak flag fly? You know, I was going to have to say it again. <laughs> like All right, bird. one big advantage Sirianna creates for the Eagles is his fourth down decision making. Philly goes for it at the fourth highest rate of any team. And this is important. They've converted over 70% of the time. Their 25 fourth down conversions are the most by any team in the last 45 seasons, according to the Elias Sports Bureau. So, Mina, what do you think? Yes, you let, her, let her have a moment. Yes, analytics. You had to blow me up for <laughs> cheering when he said analytics. Okay, I really believe when we talk about edges in this game in particular, we talk about you know, A.J. Brown versus press coverage, Reddick versus Wiley. Nick Sirianni's 
in-game decision-making, his willingness to use all four downs yeah. is on par with edges that matter for the Eagles. Mm. As Sal laid out, he's been aggressive. By the way, this is since he came to Philadelphia from the very beginning, and it's paid off handsomely. In fact, this season, on drives where they went for it on fourth down, the Eagles have scored 114 points, which is not just the most of any team in the NFL this year. That's the most of any team this century. Ooh. And they do it, of course, because in, in really? large part... Because, yeah, man, I mean, Jalen Hurts' quarterback sneak is about as automatic as it gets in football. So much so that in the NFC Championship, they go for it on their own 34 and nobody yeah. even blinks. He's converted, he just, 20, including the playoffs, 24 it, it, of 26 quarterback it. sneaks. But it's also philosophical. And this is why, when Sal mentioned analytics, why I cheer a little bit. This has been the philosophy of this team since they last won yeah. the Super Bowl with Doug Peterson. It's baked into the organizational DNA. Now, as far as why it matters in this game, I believe possessions matter more than field position. They do not want to give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes anywhere, so much mm. so that it will be worth it to them to take a risk to keep the football out of his hands. And if they do that, it'll be very smart. Guys, I got a scenario, okay? If you showed up to a bowling alley, okay. right, oh. and two guys approach you, okay. and they wanted to fight, all right, and your, your friend wasn't standing next to you, but your friend was Mike Tyson. Would you accept that fight? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what Nick Sirianni does you, on fourth I'd down. Fight. I'd accept That's what it. Sirianni does on fourth down. Sirianni mindset is I'm bringing the dudes that are going to win the fight yeah. to the party every single time I go for it on fourth down. And not just from his offensive line, because we've talked about them. You got a physical runner at quarterback. You got two backs that you talked about, RC, that not only can run to open space, but can run through tackles. Yeah. You got physical wide receivers at A.J. Brown, whether it's press man coverage or somebody is off, he can be physical enough. And not to mention, okay, his attitude mm. when it comes to this. See, it's easy to right. accept the fight when Mike Tyson is your best friend. Right. Because nine times out of ten, you're going to get it done. And when you lose, you're surprised, right? So that's what he's thinking when he goes for it on these four downs. Two ways the Chiefs lose this game. Patrick Mahomes is on the sideline. Yes. He's on his butt. Yep. This is one of the one mm, where he's on the sideline, right? Yes, yes. I mentioned 24 out of 26, including the playoffs, quarterback sneak conversions. He has 41. Jalen Hurts has run for 41 conversions on third and fourth down this year. That's the most in the last 20 years. Of the I simply put, if one team needs one yard, there's no team better in football mm -hmm. than the Eagles. This, this keeps Patrick on the sidelines. You know, it's interesting because I, I think we all expect that Nick Sirianni has some sort of aggressiveness that's part of him, right? But this is the Super Bowl, RC. Do you expect him to stay as aggressive man, as he has been man, on Nick Sunday? Nick Sirianni don't care nothing about no Super Bowl. <laughs> this is a guy that's ahead of schedule. He's yeah. playing with house money. We just left Vegas. You don't go to the high limit room all week and then on Sunday, the day that you got the most money in your pocket, that's go play the analogy. nickel tables, right? You go get it. And you're looking at Nick Sirianni, and like Marcus <laughs> says, he's not taking chances. And even listening yeah. to Mina, the numbers say this is what we do. Nick Sirianni has turned football into the way it was created. They gave you four yards to get, I mean, four plays to get 10 yards. Yeah. A lot of times he uses all four plays I mean, if he needs to. And when you make those decisions, because you have the people that can gain those yards, you win football games and you put yourself in the biggest game of the year. And guess what? You go big because you're only going home. You go home one of two ways. As the champ, 
or as the runner-up, mm. it's better to be the champ. Check, check this out. Patrick Mahomes has got three playoff losses. In those three playoff losses, they've lost the time of possession in all three and by wow. a combined 32 points, 32 mm -hmm. minutes. Interesting. Excuse me. Okay, so no team has ever converted more than twice on fourth down in Super Bowl history. So if the Eagles stay oh. aggressive like that, Place they keep that doing bet. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you want some bets, that's a good one. But how about some more that could also be good? Time now for a DraftKings Sportsbook hey, same game parlay. We're segueing out here. We turn to Mina for this one. Over under 49 and a half rush yards for Jalen Hurts, Mina. Okay, I'm going over. He has not run this much as of late, um, and perhaps the shoulder injury is playing a part in that. There's some reluctance. One, because we talked about earlier, I think the Chiefs will actually want him to run, but also it's the Super Bowl. He is not going to give up the way he has over the last couple of games. He is going to carry the football, and he's going to fight for every yard. Over under 292 and a half passing yards for Mahomes. This one makes me nervous, Oof. but I'm going over. The Eagles' pass Whoa. defense is so good, and I actually think that the Chiefs will run the ball a fair amount in this one. But, you know, screens that go for a long time still count as passing yards for Patrick Mahomes. And when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, I genuinely try to avoid unders as a life policy. That's some fireworks there. All right, love this one. It, Mina, does any player get a reception of at least 55 yards? <sighs> I had Kelsey. But now I wish I chose A.J. Brown. That's what I'm <laughs> it's going to say, it? say Kelsey. Any player. You uh, can oh, so, okay, so yeah, so yes. yes. I, I think A.J. Brown. I think that there will be opportunities for him downfield. When the Chiefs play cover one, they will at some point in this game. Jalen's going to see a shot. He's going to take it. Whether he makes it could go a large, a large play or a large role in determining whether the Eagles win this. Uh, by the way, Kelsey has two career catches of at least 55 yards, so you could be on to something there, yeah. too. We'll say he said both of them, which doesn't matter either way. Up next on NFL Live, we head to the trenches. It's Dan and Marcus tell us about the best battles we'll see in Super Bowl 57. They have a special guest, too. You don't want to miss it. Oh. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And for the Super Bowl, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the app and use code NFL Live when you sign up. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
kickoff your Super Bowl Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern with a special four-hour NFL countdown live with sets in Old Town Scotts down here where we are as well as State Farm Stadium. And after the game, we'll have NFL primetime with Chris Berman, Steve Young, and Booger McFarland live from the field with all the highlights and post-game interviews. Let's hit the trenches with the boys over there. Hey, O-line, hey, D-line. Hey, hey. Into my soul, I wanted to be an offensive lineman when I was a kid. You know, I wanted oh, to be did. tough. So I wanted like to that. eat like the offensive lineman. I didn't. The matchup. Oh, we got it. Take it right down. Oh, my this goodness. is a matchup of heavyweights. I'm in the trenches with wolves and the lions and snakes, but I promise I'll always prepare. Dan only 140, right but he'll block your face off. Did you just say Dan's only 140? Hey! All right, O-line, D-line, we do this every Wednesday. Now, we usually give everybody at home five the most important matchups at the line of scrimmage, but it's the Super Bowl, so we only got, we, we have O-line first. We only got two, okay? But we can't do this solo, so we needed someone that maybe a little bit better looking, uh, maybe a little bit smarter than more, us. More muscle. More muscle. More over muscle. 300 than, over 300 pounds. I don't know, over 300 yeah, pounds, over 300. you are for sure. Brain pounds. Come on, special guest. Come, Come on, special, special guest. guest. Get it here, MK. Yeah. Thank you for including me. 300, All right, so 300, 300 pounds of brain. Let's go. <laughs> 300 pounds of intellect. Okay, so our, our, our first matchup, we're going to start with Kansas City offense, Philly defense. Yeah. We're going to go right tackle Andrew yeah. Wiley versus Hassan Reddick. 19 and a half Ooh, sacks buddy. this season. What a massive advantage, candidly, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Legitimately can determine the outcome of this game. We saw Hassan Reddick take over the San Francisco game to the tune of knocking Brock Purdy out of the game. Yeah. Also forcing the fumble, but also just his pressure rate this season alone. 19 and a half sacks. He's dictated games, but the one thing about Hassan Reddick that's getting lost in all of these numbers of sacks okay. is how much he creates fumbles and turnovers. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people have to focus on in this game because in order to beat Patrick Mahomes, yeah. as we've seen, right. you got to take the ball away I from him okay. as opposed to just sacking him. You know who did not enjoy watching the NFC Championship? Andrew White. Because <laughs> if you put on that tape, he called up Andy Reid and said, don't put me in that position. Hey, um, Make no. sure a tight end there. You know, I, the problem with the Chiefs defensive line, we'll talk about this all week, is you can't double anyone because yes. they have so much depth. Yeah. I do, however, think he'll have help in the forms of tight ends. They're going right. to have a lot of more multiple tight ends out there chipping running backs. Jared McKinnon's a good blocker as well, um, but it's a tough assignment yeah. for him, especially because, as you mentioned, Reddick has this rare combination of speed, power, disruptiveness. Yeah. One of the reasons why he was one of the best pass rushers uh, in the NFL. I think Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Patrick have to do as great a job of handling Reddick as Andrew Wadley does with some of the play calls. Now yeah. for the matchup. I, th this is probably the best matchup of the whole daggone season, okay? It better be the right one. This is going to be Jason Kelsey yes, yes. versus yes. Chris Jones. Yes. This is going to be a knock down, drag out, heavyweight fight, Hall of Famer versus a guy who's as good as anybody in the NFL at D-tackle. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, we know Chris is brute strength. Excuse me, it's Landon Dickerson versus yeah, Jason Landon Kelsey. Dickerson. Oh, yeah. on me. Yeah. We know Chris is brute strength, but everybody forgets to acknowledge how fast he gets off the football. Chris Jones. That will be, that will be the thing for Landon Dickerson. It's penetration. Right. This, as we talk about it, even though you brought up Jason Kelsey and we're talking about Landon Dickerson, Jason Wait, Kelsey pulling 
and Chris Jones being able to be in the way of that traffic yeah. is going to be big in trying to get this run game stopped. Steve Spagnuolo has his work cut out for him. One of his primary goals in the Super Bowl is making this matchup happen. happen. Right. Yep. Getting Chris Jones one-on-one -on -one with Dickerson. That might mean walking a linebacker up to the line to scrimmage to occupy Do you think that's advantage Kansas City then? Because yes. Chris yes. Jones is such a good player. One, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he might have help. So that's why you got to walk up the linebacker. You got to find a way to occupy Kelsey even for a split second so you can buy the best player on your team that one on one matchup so he can get to the court. And I often hear you say this you got to find edges for those defenses. 100%. You, you got to find the edge of Chris Jones on either side of no Dickerson. Question. No I question. Because of space, yeah. right? Like you want Chris Jones to be condensed. Right. You want him to feel like he's working in the phone booth. Whether I'm going left or right, whether I'm using lateral or upfield movement, the more space I have to work with, the more things Landon Dickerson got. Don't do it. Don't I feel do like it. jacking you up. Don't you freaking do it. D line. We coming. Mina, Mina, thank you. Ready on you. If you make me flinch one more time, it's going down out here. We need to get in the middle of that and just separate these two. All right, get out of there, you guys. Glad Mina could be a special guest there. We're about a half hour away from State Farm Stadium here in Old Town Scottsdale. You're looking at the site of Super Bowl 57 and also, of course, the home of the Arizona Cardinals, a team with many questions that need answering. So just in the last two months for the Cardinals, to remind you, in December, Kyler Murray tore his ACL, putting his status in doubt for the start of 2023. They parted ways with head coach Cliff Kingsbury and general manager Steve Keim after the season. Former Titans executive Monty Austinfort will fill the GM role, but Arizona still searching for a new head coach with Adam Schefter and Ryan Clark up here. Adam, what do we know about the coaching search for the Cardinals right Look, now? Look, they're whittling down their search, and they were down to Brian Flores, who is taking the defensive coordinator job in Minnesota, the Bengals defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo, and, of course, the Giants offensive coordinator, Mike Kafka. Now, they've mm -hmm. spoken to all those men. They're going to bring back and talk to them again. And I think that, obviously, it sounds like it's going to be Anarumo or Kafka. Now, a lot of people around the league believe that it's harder to find an offensive coach, which lends some credence to Mike Kafka. Plus, they have Vance Joseph on staff already. So we'll see how that works out. But they've got two great candidates. And it doesn't sound like they're going to make a decision before the Super Bowl during the week of festivities. I think they'll decide on a new head coach after the Super Bowl. You know, with the search going this long, it makes you wonder how much Kyler Murray and the relationship he'll have to the coach matters to these incoming coaches or to some of the people that they've interviewed. And when you look at Lou Anarumo, he's been a defensive coordinator in this league for a long time. He's obviously going to be the adult in the room. And the wisdom that he gains from being in different locker rooms and helping those locker rooms succeed, I think could be huge in coaching the team in totality because there's so much that has to be fixed in Arizona. And when you think of Kafka, you have to think of this. Does he want to leave Daniel Jones and tie himself to Kyler Murray's success and that offense with while being a young coach, you will probably have other opportunities. It's going to be very interesting to see where they go. But right now, Lou Anarumo would be my choice if I'm the Cardinals. And let's keep in mind on Kyler Murray. He's coming off a torn ACL. Yes. And there are people who believe he's going to be out into next season. Into next season. We already heard Cliff Kingsbury say he was expected to be a real question mark for the opener, and there's some people that think he won't be ready then or even after. Yeah, you start saying into, who knows when that could exactly. be for Kyler Murray, and certainly they don't want to rush any of that. All right, as for the other coaching search still out there, don't expect a quick solution for the Colts. Colts owner Jim Irsay tweeted last night that the hire would be a matter of days, not hours. Indy has interviewed 13 candidates for its head coaching gig, including interim head coach Jeff Saturday. More Coming your way from Old Town Scottsdale here after the break. Dan demonstrates just how important Jay
Jason Kelsey is to this Eagles offense. What makes him such a dynamic force in the trenches and beyond? And local Arizona artist Amory Bowling making some progress on this painting over here. I, this is so impressive. She's only been doing this for like 40 minutes and it's already almost done. We'll do a big reveal at the end of the show, but so thankful to have Amory here with us. You're watching NFL Live presented by Tostitos. Our coverage of Super Bowl 57 continues after the break and we're galloping into the weekend, just like those horses. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. NFL Live is presented by Tostitos. Don't forget the chips. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, there's two brothers playing in the Super Bowl, and it's uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey. My favorite Kelsey brother is Jason Kelsey. Hey, did you get a touchdown today? Yes, he did. I know he's going to have a little chip on his shoulder for sure with, you know, playing his brother. Let's be blessing. Hey, let's be blessing. Um, you can tell their, their love for each other and how much this game means to them. And obviously, you know, you got two All-Pros and future Hall of Famers playing against each other. That's been the goal, is to play my brother in the Super Bowl. Now that it's actually happening, it's like, man, this is kind of, it's kind of sick. Only one Kelsey brother will get his second ring on Sunday. If it's Jason, his role in leading an elite Eagles running game will probably play a big role. The older Kelsey has ranked top five among centers in ESPN's run block win rate metric in three straight seasons. The only player at his position who can say that. Amina, what makes Jason Kelsey so effective? The easiest way to sum it up is he does things a center's not supposed to be able to do yep. because of his athleticism. I mean, just put the NFC Championship. How often do you come out of the game thinking, I got center highlights? Center highlights. It's really the pulling. I mean, this, you know, he has a lot of aspects to his game, the technique, the hands, but it's yeah. the athleticism when he's on the move yeah. that allows him to do things like run counter with a center. Yeah. I, I can't stress how difficult that is normally compared to centers. To see him in motion like that, it's it's astounding, especially at his age. His athleticism is unreal. Yeah, so let's let's get into this a little bit. So RC, play Kelsey. You're the Hall of Famer. Meaning you can oh, play like the guard that. size. So it, it, this is what happens because if if the Eagles are running just their traditional zone stuff. 
stuff. And Marcus lines oh. up as the shade here, and I'm the backside no, got, three technique. Shade no. meaning he's on the inside <laughs> shade on. of that guard. I'm the backside three technique, Don't essentially worry. outside shade. And they run zone that way, set, go. Like, so. we could get through these blocks, <laughs> see, and create penetration. Now, <laughs> flip it. Heavier, I wasn't yeah, ready. Guys. Now, let's say, now, let's say Marcus is the three technique. Okay. I'm the okay. backside shade. So you're the outside shade of the guard, okay. right? We could oh, still set, go zone away. We still create penetration. Now, here's everything. Marcus, come take the shade again, right? Inside. Jalen will get to a lot of scrimmage and be like, hey, where's the three technique? Where's the shade? We want to run towards the shade. And this is where Kelsey's athleticism yes. comes in. This is one of those pin pull where yep. you pin down I got, I got you. and pull her full block. So what happens yep. is, exactly. So the guard pins. Now, Laura, a linebacker's flowing to the ball. Kelsey's athleticism, <laughs> that's not a hard block, you know? Like everybody right. at home, it's Mina's block is strictly get in the way. By the yes. position. Right, get in the, the way. Position. And Kelsey's athlete now also, Jason, he's in the gun, Jalen. Yep. So that allows Jason, like RC was doing, to get depth. Yeah. And there's a pin. That's an easy block. There's a kick out. And then there's all that well, space, the, right? The other piece of it is, too, right, you're not used to seeing centers pull. We had yeah. Marquise Pouncey in Pittsburgh who was athletic enough right. to do the same thing. So guards, block, Mina. You're, you're, you're normally taught to watch the guard and the tackle pull, and that's what triggers the linebackers. <laughs> right. So now linebackers are late. If the linebacker's here and he can force Jalen back into yeah. the formation, now we can get the backside linebacker and the safety to fill. The problem is when he's okay. beat, like we saw Kelsey get out first and get a hand on Greenlaw. Right. Now we can get the runners and Jalen outside of them, and that makes it extremely difficult for defense. Okay, really, fast, really fast, is Jalen Hurts, is the quarterback really reading the defense? Yeah, so Jalen will come to the like, line of scrimmage, and he'll look for, like, let's. if you're Jalen, hey, where's Chris Jones? Yep. Right. Yep. If, if Chris Jones is a three technique, Marcus goes to the outside of that shade, well, we're going to run the ball this way then because yep. yep. it's the easier block for the down block and mm -hmm. allow Kelsey to pull. If Marcus is the shade this way, then he'll communicate, hey, we're going to keep it going left, and then you get Dickerson or Siamalo on those down blocks. They're not – I don't want to minimize how great those guys are, okay. but those are easy blocks. And, Laura, if you're playing that linebacker, yeah. RC just pointed out trying to flow. You're also – watching Jalen put the ball yeah. into the belly of the back with a slant behind you, also the potential. Now, now let me show you, let me, let me show you how this can be negated from a trenches standpoint, right? You catch me in the shade and you want to run in my direction. Right. The job of this shade, once you get that pin and pull, is RCU go. I have to try to get in this track, Yes. right? I cannot stand here and try to play you, this block inside out. When you say get in out. this track, what does that Kelsey mean? Kelsey pulling, right? Yeah. I want to go vertical and try to at Knock least him get off. him to take another step backwards. Yeah. In order for my linebackers you, to have enough time to declare. Do you think that the non-Chris Joneses on the, Eagle, on the Chiefs defensive line are capable of doing that? So the, the, the place you get hung up in is you think you can make a play, yeah. right? As a defensive lineman, if I'm watching this happen, there is a gaping hole that's ho opening up right here right. where you think, I'm athletic I'm enough to get door. up here and right. try to backdoor right. this. That is the wrong thing to do. You have to literally focus on this pin block. Yeah. You got to press this block. Right. Vertical and diagonal yeah. in order to make this play stretch out longer in order for my linebackers to be I able think to the, declare. The, the other problem is this, though. They do a lot of different things from that same action. So many it's things not, in so many yeah. directions. Exactly. Yeah. It's not just the same thing every time you get the movement, yeah. which makes guys a little bit slower, which makes right. guys guess. And honestly, I would say 
say that we always point to Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts being that missing piece or the thing that adds to the run game. It's actually Jason Kelsey. And his athleticism. The fact that he's able to do that on so many different type of runs really makes the creativity of what they can do something different from every other team. And when they find the run concept that take, maybe it takes right. advantage of the difference. Yep. We've seen it, right? They'll, they'll go in games and run it they'll four just or run five trap, times in a like row. six times. So let me, let, let me explain to really people matter. why certain D tackles get paid $80 million. All right, this is the difference. When Chris Jones is lined up in the shade and yeah. you decide to run to him, Come on, he, has, he has the quickness and the ability to U-turn this block. Okay. Right? What's that and, mean? And the length. I'm about to show you. Ryan Poole. Yep. Chris Jones. Remember now, Chris Jones is 6'6", six, six, cat quick. Yeah. Okay. He can U-turn this block and this arm. I'm coming for you. <laughs> this arm can create two to three yards Is of that separation. Risky? You're, you're, yeah. The Aaron Donald risk. Certain guys. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Certain yeah. guys. Wow. That's why yeah. it's important to point out I, I think the, that's the type of impact he can have in this huge game. The huge thing yeah. in this game is how they handle yeah. that fold block or that pin pull on their run Well, the game. other piece is this, though, Marcus. It's going to have to – he's got to have to fight against his natural instinct to be a playmaker. And you've mentioned this a Absolutely. lot about defensive lines. And sometimes just play is the assignment because we have to remember that Jalen Hurts is reading all of those things right. and reacting off of what the defense gives him. One more pin pull. Let me show you ideally what you want to do. We got 20 right? seconds. If you get up field, if you get up field, you want to diagonal now. Okay. You want to go down the line of scrimmage like you in pursuit. The wrong thing to do is to pin pull and round. Oh, okay. That's the wrong thing. Now to you do. create creases, though. Exactly. Yeah. You exactly. turns diagonal lines. We got it all figured out. I'm here. Line down up in here. These big fellas are weapons, aren't they, Swagoo? All right. You, we have a special thank you to give out to Amory Bowling, who is a local Arizona oh, artist. This is the time lapse of her painting, a painting of us throughout this show as it started out with a blank canvas and now is a colorful, gorgeous painting that we're all going to battle on who gets to take this home. Yo, that's Awesome. Everybody looks. Amory, amazing. I made the first offer. I made what? the first offer of no, money. That's mine. So uh, we're going to have to offer That's a beautiful this job. That's so good. Thank Amory, you. Amory, turn well, toward the camera so this way yeah, so yeah, everyone can see what you did. That's what's up. I think everybody looks really good. We gave great. you fold, <laughs> pimple, and blue. art. Look hey, there is a lot more of this coming your way throughout the week. We are here in Old Town Scottsdale for NFL Live leading into Super Bowl 57. Don't miss us tomorrow. Same time, same place. And of course, the ESPN coverage across our family of networks continues on. Thanks to this great crowd. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Oh, no.